0: my name is PC Tony I am joined as always by the man the myth the legend the other half of the world's greatest tag team never it's him it is him it's DPP and the trickster trivia man himself he's phenomenal in so many ways AJ Belez gentlemen episode 268 we are we're on the precipice of Wrestlemania week How, how are we feeling
1: this is uh it's exciting it's gonna be a long ass week it's like Super Bowl week
2: yeah, I mean, you could say that for yourself. It's just going to be a tiring week for me on TheChairShot.com.
1: <laughs> it's a busy week for
0: uh, you. suck it up, buttercup.
3: Aw, <laughs> Puddin'.
0: There it is. There it is. Dramatic pause. It'll be all right. Yes, get all your WrestleMania week coverage. NXT stand and deliver one night one and night two. WrestleMania night one and night two. By none other than AJ Balaz. So, are you doing anything different? Are you are you carb loading? Have you been running? Uh, you've been getting to bed earlier. What what you been doing to train for this kind of marathon week that you're gonna have coming up
2: here? Well, you see, what I do is I do the uh, the old typing test of the big brown fox jumped over the very lazy dog, and I do that until I reach ten thousand. But I'm I'm just probably gonna go to my local like quick stop or whatever and just get a Red Bull or something and just pray that I can do all of this. <laughs>
0: No, yeah. We big, believe in you. Big gulps, huh? All right. Well, see you <laughs> later. Need that sound. All right, man. DP. Let's let everybody know what's happening this week on the DWI podcast. Well,
3: well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. A sheet.
0: sheet. That, this is. <laughs> <around the> sheet. <laughs> This isn't on the sheet, so i was bring it up now. Have either of you signed up for Peacock yet? Negative. No. And, well, and you that, know
2: my answer. If you go watch uh, Pod is War this week, thank you, Chris Platt.
0: Heard bad things. <laughs> or you can, yeah, it, it, my experience hasn't been great so far. So hopefully they get all that shit fixed up by WrestleMania. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, this week on the show, we're going to run down the NXT Stand and Deliver two-night card. Mm-hmm. In addition, we're going to have some brief thoughts on a lightning round of the WWE Hall of Fame. The new inductees this year. Two classes going in. We're going to have trivia. Always going to have trivia. Hopefully it won't be total BS. And a last call that Peyton Manning would be proud of. DP, ring the bell. Big show for NXT Stand and Deliver. Now, this is the first one they've named, right? Other than Takeover? Oh no, right, it's, still it's takeover. always takeover.
2: Well, I mean we still had NXT arrival
0: and and all uh I suppose. Do you think this one's st- do you think this one stays? And is this every year? I guess that's a better question. I'm gonna say no. Like well we just had Vengeance Day too. They
1: just did that one. So I think they trademarked naming them. But. They did trademark
0: Stand and Deliver. Oh, okay.
2: It's, yeah, you could definitely do it more.
0: But. Well, I mean, it would be their WrestleMania one. It would just, every year, it would be Stand and Deliver and WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be totally fine with it. I, I Yeah.
1: I mean, they, they do seem to be going that way with starting to finally name a other than take over 31, 32, all of them, you know. So...
2: Well, I mean, you have to think, we we stopped naming WrestleManias after 31 because Vince started thinking he was too old, so.
3: Well,
0: this series WrestleMania 37, so either way, that's what you're getting. Let me run down night one here. We'll, we'll break this up into pieces. We don't have to talk about every match, but I'm still going to run down the card for everybody. You have what I think could possibly be the match of the night, Pete Dunne versus Kushida. You got the triple threat tag team match for the vacant NXT NXT. I can't talk today. I need another beer. NXT Tag Team Championship. You got the six man gauntlet eliminator match. The winner will get a shot at the NXT North American Championship on night two. Walter versus Tomasa Ciampa. So many people are looking forward to this match. I think that that should close the show night one. And you also have Io Shirai versus. Yeah, versus Raquel Gonzalez. Sorry, I, I was reading that wrong. I was like, not against Dakota <laughs> Kai, but it says with Dakota Kai for the NXT t- uh, women's title. AJ, what are you looking forward to here? I mean, I mentioned the Pete Dunne and Kushida, Walter and Tommaso Ciampa matches. Anything else that catches your eye here night one? Uh, I mean, the
2: Walter-Tommaso match is definitely something that I'm going to watch more. Because I'm not saying Pete Dunne and Kushida can't put on a great match, but y- you got the big Von Walter facing off against the heartbeat of nxt here for the united kingdom championship which you know i I, unless you're watching the uk nxt shows on the network or peacock go go for it i mean half the time they are actually really good shows and you should watch it but um those are the only two that i'm really looking forward to because i'll probably get soured on the six-man gauntlet eliminator because there's only one person that I want to win that Eliminator match so he can get his revenge on Bronson Reed. He can get anything else done because the person I want for that match to win it is good old L.A. Knight. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah.
1: Give me Cameron Grimes and that money, baby. (laughs) I, you know, I, I feel like, you know, you talk about, you know, almost all of these can, you know, Pete Dunn and Kushida can be match of the night. I feel like we're going to have, that's. this is going to be one of those nights where every match outdoes the match before it. You know, all these matches could be match of the night. I mean, you look at the talent that's in there, it's ridiculous. Uh, You know, I think that triple threat tag match could be a lot of fun to watch with MSK in there and and Legato, you know, just could be a ton of high-flying fun.
0: Del Fantasmo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right
2: Del Fantasma. It's an A. I
1: could I could you see, see
2: oh
0: my, oh
1: my. I could see <laughs> the gauntlet match getting a little tired, I guess. Like kind of like you said, it could be it could go a little too long, you know, being a gauntlet eliminator. Um and I'm not the biggest fan of gauntlet matches, but you got a lot of cool, a lot of good guys in there that can put on some good matches. So it'll be it'll be cool to see what they do with that. Uh, Walter getting to see Walter on NXT is just awesome. Anytime you get a chance to see him wrestle and putting him up against Tommaso Champa is just phenomenal. I mean, Champa is such so great with this, you know, putting on the promos that he's done to build up the match. You know, he's just he's got it all, and he'll you know they'll ha- they'll put on a ridiculously good show, and then you close it out with the Shirai and Raquel Gonzalez, which is I think could you know close it out by stealing the whole night. You know they they can put on a great match as well. So I, I can't pick one that I think would be the best, but I think we're going to have a phenomenal night one of NXT.
0: Well, let's make some predictions here for night one. All right, uh, <laughs> I, I see I see you holding on to the belt. I really do. Do you guys see Raquel taking it away from her?
3: No, no, yes. not
0: in
2: the least bit.
1: Wow. Yes, I do.
0: DP's got the title change there. Okay, I
1: got the title change.
0: Okay, so you guys got Cameron Grimes and and um, LA Knight, respectively. Correct? There, I'll go with Dexter Loomis.
2: Nice. So we're all 31. going for people who are employed in Impact. Got it.
0: <laughs> well, I well, made quite the impact on me. Four of them are. <laughs> four of them were. <laughs> Triple Threat Tag Team Match for the Vacant NXT. Championships. I'm gonna go with the grizzled young vets here. I, I, I like Drake and Gibson to walk out with as with the with the titles. Fellas. I'll take um, I'll take MSK.
1: I, I like them. You know they've been hyping them up quite a bit, so I'll take MSK here.
2: Quad um, hmm. split it all the way up, triple split. I'm not doing Legato Del Fantasma now.
0: Del Fantasma. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>
2: I like the grizzled young vets. I really do.
0: Una cerveza
2: para. But I'm fantasma. gonna go with the rascals. I mean, MSK. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll
0: take. I, Pete I, Dunn. I, I like
2: them too much.
0: I'll take Pete Dunn to go over on Kashida.
2: Yeah, I, I feel Dunn's gonna beat Kashida on
0: this one.
1: That's, this one's more of my 50-50. I like Pete Dunne because I think after night two is over, I think Pete Dunne challenging for the title will be the next step. So I got like Pete Dunne here. I
0: like that. I like that as well. And the match that I think should close night one, Walter versus Tomasa Ciampa, I, I don't know. I'm back and forth here. I think you could also have Walter challenge for the NXT title and make him a two-belt guy before they bring him up to the main roster because at some point – He's got to be on Raw or SmackDown, right? For at least a little while. I mean, there's a lot more money to be made there than in NXT UK. Uh, nothing against NXT UK, by the way, either. But I, I'll go with Walter. Although it'd be really cool to see Ciampa win that belt and go over to the UK maybe for a month or two and and have a program there. So I don't, I don't, I'm not upset either way. But I'll, 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 I'll stick with Walter. Yeah,
1: I like that idea because. You know, As far as what they have for Ciampa at this point, or what it seems to be that they have for Ciampa, is not much, I guess, right in the NXT roster. And having him go to the UK would be kind of cool to have a couple matches there and then drop the belt to somebody else and gives Walter a a way to move on to NXT North America or the main roster. I just don't see it happening just yet. I like Walter to show some more dominance Tommaso Ciampa can take the loss and still even challenge for the other titles on on NXT so I like Walter here
2: I, I like Walter winning this too I mean after all he's been very dominant it seems like no one can stop him so that's what we kind of have to bleed through to the UK and the NXT main roster question mark that sounds weird to say the NXT main roster NXT but proper. you get what I mean Proper. There we go. Yeah, thank you. That's a better word. He's not only a scientist and an architect; he's also a librarian who knows a bunch of words.
1: (laughs) I I know one word. That's yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to promote that. But
2: yeah, I I see Walter coming out on top and (laughs) and doing this.
0: Should be a very intriguing night one, folks. We're going to take a very brief break. We'll come back and discuss night two. You're listening to the Dwi Podcast on the ChairShot Radio Network. This is your boy, Kenny killer, killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts
3: galore, everything progressing. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always
0: use your head. A little bit of housekeeping there on the two fellas you just heard. If you did not listen to Deed, uh, to Potter's War this past week, I suggest... You go listen to the the hot fire, the fiery venom that was spit by one Christopher Platt. And there was no punches pulled across the entire wrestling universe, regardless of brand, company, etc. So that was some really good shit, pal. Um, such good shit, pal. And Kinikilla, I am definitely efforting and figuring out a way to get him so we can do a nice little WrestleMania preview. I may be trying to reach out to Jess as well. We'll see what happens. Otherwise, Kenny will end up somewhere on the Chairshot Radio Network. I can almost guarantee it. And before we get back going here, Night 2 NXT TakeOver uh, Stand and Deliver, make sure you head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Pick yourself up a Chair Shot t-shirt. Makes a great present as well. I guarantee it. Then head on over to the Chairshot.com. You know we got you covered. Sports entertainment and sports entertainment always use your head all right guys night two nxt stand and deliver as my browser <laughs> refreshes here isn't that nice when that happens <laughs> let me run down the card here women's tag team championship match ember moon shotzi blackheart taking on uh, the way candice Lorray and indy hartwell adam cole versus kyle o'reilly unsanctioned match Johnny Gargano likely taking on Dexter Loomis. You can count on my picks. Don't listen to these idiots. You got a ladder match to determine the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight champion, Jordan Devlin, Santos Escobar. That should be a pretty damn good match. And Finn Balor taking on Karrion Cross. the match we've been anticipating for quite a while. AJ, how are you feeling about night two here?
2: I'm really liking night two. Unlike what you said, I'm really looking forward to Johnny Gargano versus LA Knight. Yeah! <laughs> no, I, I, night two, in all honesty, looks a lot better than night one. I'm not denying that. You got the cruiserweight championship. We're finally going to have one unified cruiserweight champion, which hopefully, in my mind, is going to be Jordan Devlin, but we'll see. And that's my pick. Carrying Cross versus Finn Balor should be a great match, regardless of who wins at. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. This is the one time where I actually wanted to watch ROH, so.
0: Wow, what a dick.
2: <laughs> we haven't had Andrew on podcasts lately. I kind of have to be a dick. But no, this should actually be a good... good... This, I think, is better than Night One, in my opinion.
1: That's a that's a tough call for me. I man, I'm almost leaning towards night one than I am in night two. More just man, I don't know. I think Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are gonna tear the house down. Balor and Karrion and Cross mm-hmm. will have a really really good physical match. I'm looking forward to that because I think there's more to come with that feud. And I hope there's I hope they have a rematch too coming up. I love the idea of them making an undisputed cruiserweight champion. That gives. I don't know, some kind of hope that maybe we get some reduction in titles, maybe that leads towards this NXT UK and Walter being the champion, like PC mentioned, maybe we get a champion versus champion uh, match at some point, somewhere shortly down the road between the NXT UK and the NXT proper champion, and maybe do some kind of unification. I don't know. Um, You know, the, the Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus The Way, I just don't... For me, I don't like the idea of a, they have women's tag team titles in NXT because they don't have enough women's tag teams to do all this, and I think the way they just got them off and running wasn't that great, having them flip-flop immediately. So not that it's not going to be a bad match, but uh, and Gargano versus Cameron Grimes is going to be great.
0: Bullshit. So I'm looking okay. forward to that. Dummy. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you bring up the fact that we're picking and choosing between what's better night one or night two. And I mean, it's just, yes. The answer is yes. It's it's going to be phenomenal. I, I think, I hope that ladder match gets enough time. Like you need at least 12 minutes to, to tell a really good story with a ladder match. And I don't know if they're going to get enough time with it. I hope they do. Cause those two guys could do some amazing things. Yeah. You guys pretty much said it all about all these matches here. Like, You know the main roster is going to be watching this, going, all right, what are we going to have to fucking top this year? Because this one's setting itself up to be one of those real classic NXTs uh, during the power pay-per-views. So let's make some predictions, gentlemen. Do we have new tag team champions? I'm going to say, show me the way. Yes, indeed.
2: Well, what I'm going to say about the NXT women's tag division is they have a lot more tag teams in the women's division than any Thing that the main roster has, so kudos to them. So I mean, that, that being two said,
1: women's tag team titles.
2: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Just you should, should just give it to women... the entire time.
0: Should have a women's intercontinental title.
2: Intercontinental,
0: come on. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> you,
2: you're the one that yelled at me last time that I didn't say it that way. <laughs> but no, I think Ember Moon and Shotzi retain this. Because, I, I mean, I don't even know why Raquel and Dakota just randomly lost it in the first place. But, hey, we don't need to have another, like, quick title drop. So, I think it's Ember and Shotzi winning this one.
0: Actually, you know what? I'm going to take it back from the last night. I think Raquel wins because I think Eo's on her way to the main roster. It's more or less why I picked I Raquel agree. Gonzalez as well. Yeah, I agree, and that's why, and that's why I think you took the because, right? What you just said, that's why that Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai aren't tag team champions right now because they decided they want Raquel Gonzalez to hold that belt and feud with Dakota Kai this summer. I think that's what you're going to see. Um, did everybody get there? I'm oh, sorry, did I, did I did I did I stop you from making your prediction there? I,
1: yeah, I didn't yet, but that's cool. No worries. Um, I well also agree Hurry with up, DC then. and take up, the then. way. So we can have uh, the way having all
2: the titles until LA Knight gets to Johnny Gargano. You <laughs> wow.
0: uh, Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly? I have no idea. Flip a fucking coin. I'll go with Kyle O'Reilly. Maybe this sends Adam Cole. Well, no, they it, it, Adam Cole going up to the main roster?
3: Uh, maybe not. I don't know. <sighs> yeah,
0: I'm fifty 50-50, too.
1: Flip a coin. It, I, I've been saying Adam Cole. I I thought the whole undisputed era needed to go up to the main roster a while ago, and they haven't done it. I think.
0: I think Vince doesn't think that the uh, that undisputed era is a main roster oh. caliber group. I think he thinks they're NXT guys. That's what he thinks they are. Yeah. I, and I don't know that they would care if they ever went up there. Tommaso Ciampa said he doesn't really fucking want to go to the main roster. Yeah, I don't think
1: either any of them would either. I don't, and I, I agree. I don't think vince sees any of these guys as main roster material or champions you know because they don't fit his mold necessarily so it's gonna be tough um uh, so i i think they're gonna stick stick around for a little while so let's have this keep on going i think we'll end up getting uh i think adam cole ended up getting the win i think we'll see um oh boy i'm drawing a blank on his name uh interfere in this match Roddy. Roddy. Roddy, Jesus. Roderick Strong is going to get involved and pick a side. Roddy,
0: not Jesus. Tell me.
1: Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Strongos.
3: (laughs) Jesus Strongos. Messiah, the pack breaker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do you got, AJ? (laughs) Adam Cole, baby. Alright. So Dan's got... DP's got Gargano winning against whoever he's facing. I like that. I like the way to have all the belts there. That that works for me. AJ, that work for you, or, or are you you smelling something else here?
2: I'm definitely smelling something else here. I, I I think Gargano is not going to keep the North American title. The way having the belt is also a nice little thing. But Gargano can like go off and be angry and just be like you guys didn't help me retain my title. It was like, well, you didn't help me retain to try to get the women's tag team titles. And then Austin Theory is just sitting there like, mommy and daddy are having an argument now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I think this is just going to have them get pissed off and go further to wanting more.
0: That Cruiserweight title, I... I see Santos Escobar here, and I see the rematch coming down the line in a different different setting, different type of match. But to me, I, I hope they give this enough time because these two guys could put on the match of the week if given enough time. That's my opinion, man.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, this, this one's my 50-50 match because you have it as a ladder match and the possibility of the rest of Legado Del Fantasma coming in to, you know help santos and ruin jordan's day but i'm just i'm gonna go with jordan devlin winning this one i think he's gonna pull out a miracle and hey this is gonna be maybe a split of legato del fantasma maybe raul and joaquin go do something else santos might come up to the main roster who knows?
1: Yeah, I I'm fifty fifty on this one too. I think, you know, you mentioned PC about you know hoping they get enough time. I think that's what I love about most of the NXT takeovers is that most of the time all the matches do get enough time to tell a good story. So I'm 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 with you on that. That I hope they give them enough time because they can make this an amazing ladder match, given the opportunity and given the time. And I think they will get it. And I like Jordan Devlin coming out here as the champ. I like him overcoming the odds. If Mendoza and Wild do get involved in the match, probably will to try and help Escobar. But Devlin, you know, overcoming the odds and winning it uh, would be pretty awesome. So I like him being uh, undisputed cruiserweight champion.
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. The final match, and it's going to be probably the final match of the entire two-day extravaganza. Finn Balor... Carrying cross, it, it's it's interesting because Finn Balor is the one guy that I think they could use. Like, I think they could really use him being heel Balor on Raw, like coming out with the jacket, the leather jacket, you know, no face paint, none of that bullshit, just black trunks, whatever, and just being mean, Finn Balor. He could be a really good heel over there to feud with Drew McIntyre, things of that nature. He's He's been on the radar. He's been universal champ before, right? They think he's main event there. And then at any point while he's there, you can always flip him into the demon, right? And who better to feud with possibly uh, Pizza the Hut down the road than the demon? I mean, maybe Finn Balor, maybe the demon is the only one that could out Pizza the Hut. I I don't know. I just don't know. What do you what are you guys' thoughts here? Finn Balor drop this title, go up to the main roster. Finn Balor, keep this title. I, I I'd say carrying cross here.
1: Yeah, I, I'm on with Karrion and Cross here. I think you know him having to drop the title because of the injury, you know, changed a few things. But I think him running NXT for a little while is is kind of the the right call. And I I like Finn Balor on the main roster too. You know, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I I think they could definitely use him on either show. Him, you know, him versus... They did him versus The Fiend. Well, I guess it was Bray Wyatt at the time, you know, before or whatever. So they could certainly go back to that as well. I like the idea of, you know, Cross winning the title here. They're going to have to have their rematch. I'm still pulling for Demon Finn Balor to come back because Demon Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross could be a lot of fun to watch at the next takeover. And Karrion Cross is the first one to defeat the Demon. I think that would be kind of cool. And then we see Balor move up to the main roster and, and do some more stuff there. And we can move on to a Walter versus Karrion Cross feud, which would be badass, I think. Very physical type of uh, feud going into the summer. I think that could be a lot of fun. But that's, uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I like that.
2: I think we're all across the board here. Karrion Cross gets the title. I don't think Finn's going to go back to the main roster, though. Only because they... They didn't really use him 100% correctly when he was up there. Like, yes, he's the very first universal champion.
0: Right, but he did did have a major injury, like, right as he was about to get the rocket strapped to his ass.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, the the buckle bomb into the thing separated his shoulder, which is why he didn't get that rocket. It kind of fizzled out and was a dud. But I don't think he goes to the main roster here. I think... He's going to go with more pissed off, reckless intent, maybe going into the demon. Who knows? But I, I feel like he's just going to be pissed off, try to challenge Carrying Cross again, fail again, and then he's just like, all right, I'll be back sooner rather than later. And then he goes for, like, the North American or maybe even goes to the United Kingdom for a little bit to face off against Walter or Trent Seven and, and,
0: I like that. and all of them. But- it's not a horrible idea there. Yeah. It's not a horrible idea there at all. Maybe Walter costs him the title and he goes over and does the next NXT UK pay-per-view or something like that. That'd be pretty huge. Get to see, you know, get to see Walter defeat the Demon. Finn takes a little time off after that. Then he goes up to the main roster. How about them apples? All right. It should be a great two-night event. Make sure you check out the Chairshot.com and AJ Balaz's coverage this next week of NXT TakeOver. Stand and deliver
2: My
3: rewards tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the greatest sports entertainment spectacular of all time. Welcome to WrestleMania.
0: Hey folks, BC Tony here. Make sure you're checking out Mania Madness every Friday afternoon on the chairshot.com. Christopher Platt and a rotating list of guests go through every WrestleMania one six pack at a time. Check it out every Friday, only on the ChairShot Radio Network.
3: Thechairshot.com. Always use your
0: head. DP, do you have the WWE Hall of Fame music?
1: Yes. Damn it. I should have queued it up, eh? Probably would have been a good (laughs) idea. Uh... I
0: got it. All right, before we get into our thoughts on the class of 2021, I'm gonna run down who is also going to be inducted from the 2020 class, because we didn't do the inductions last year. We're not gonna give our sentiments on that because I am fairly certain we gave those sentiments last year, but I just want to give a little shout out. The class of 2020 also to be inducted this year is JBL, the British Bulldog, Jushin Thunder Liger, the New World Order as a group, Hogan, Nash, Paul, and Sean Waltman, the Bella Twins. William Shatner is your celebrity inductee, and your Warrior Award goes to and well-deserved Titus O'Neill for all the great work that he does in in a lot of different communities and in a lot of different aspects. It's been a very, very, very impressive ambassador for the WWE and for wrestling in general. So big props to Titus O'Neill, probably doing more important work for the WWE, not wrestling, then he, you know, would do wrestling. So kudos to him. Although I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing him come back. Maybe they rehire Darren Young and bring back that. That would be pretty. Anyway, millions all right. I digress. We need more tape. We need more takings. It'd be billions words? of dollars now. Vince would be their manager. Yeah, eleven point five billions of dollars. Mm. Um, all right, round the horn on some inductees, and we'll we'll do them in the order in which I believe they were announced. So let's start with Molly Holly, gentlemen. I I remember her and her and the Hurricane working together. I know if you watch Beth Phoenix icons uh, on WWE Network or on Peacock now. Great story, by the way, about Beth Phoenix that. She actually went to WWE Access and gave her tape to Molly Holly, who then went right in the back and showed it to uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Now, Molly Holly and Beth Phoenix at the time, Beth Phoenix wasn't an indie wrestler, and she did. It, they did have a mutual friend. but So then she shows up to OVW for school, and she has to pay for everything because they didn't offer a contract. They just gave her an invitation. And when she meant to make her first payment to Danny Davis, Danny Davis came back with a receipt for a lot, much more money because... Molly Holly paid for Beth Phoenix's first year at OVW. So that's how this business works, and that's crazy how Beth Phoenix became who she was. And that just goes you to show what kind of person Molly Holly was. And she was very, very good in the ring, too. I remember having a great character. DP, I know me and you watched a lot of Molly Holly matches uh, at the time. We were all both watching wrestling together and things of that nature.
1: Oh, yeah, right during the Attitude Era that she was in there, you know, she... Kind of took a hand, good different handful of personas. I Mighty Molly was always, you know, I loved the Hurricane and brought in Mighty Molly as a as a sidekick was always uh, pretty fun and entertaining stuff. They did a lot of good backstage skits. I mean, she she had it all. She was great in the ring and just great on the mic and everything too. She, you know, and and like you said, you know, with that story too, just a you know kind of a world class talent and a and a great human being and looking you know to help out. You know, fellow wrestlers as well, rather than just, um, you know, looking out for herself. She's she's trying to help everybody and knowing talent when she sees it and things like that and, and helping people get over. She was always, always awesome at that. So, you know, kudos to Molly Holly. She definitely deserves it.
2: Yeah, she's definitely one of the most underrated female superstars that they had at that time. Cause usually when we hear this, it's Trish and Lita and all that people forget that she was a two time women's champion. And like we said before with mighty Molly, she was actually a hard, she was a hardcore champion too.
0: Yeah. She screwed the hurricane out of it. Yep.
2: And knocked, knocked him over the head with a frying pan <laughs> and, and won the title. And where whenever you hear an interview or, like, anyone talks about her, absolutely no one has anything bad to say about them. Like, you can... You always hear, oh, Hulk Hogan screwed me over, or this person screwed me over from this shot, or the clicker, a bunch of assholes. Oh, yeah, how about... How about Molly Holly? She's a fucking sweetheart. I, d- if there's anything bad against her, I'll fight the person. There so that, that shows how much of a deserving induction that she has for this hall of fame
0: keeping it moving eric bischoff inducted into the hall of fame well deserved there we all know his accomplishments he's the only person to hand it to the wwe for an extended period of time but i i don't know he he did a great job when he came into the wwe as well in a time when you could still do the things that eric bischoff would like to do on television so a great on-air personality i think a lot of people don't know his history started in the awa So the guy's been with the business forever. He continues to produce television for, you know, major corporations to this day. So Eric Bischoff is just a very much a success story in the world of wrestling.
2: Yeah, I mean, after he, like you said, he started in the AWA. He built himself up like for the longest time people are like oh eric bischoff he just randomly got the job as president of wcw no he worked up that ladder to become the president of wcw to actually you know show yeah i know what i'm doing from a business standpoint and everything wcw folds over two years later we hear we hear oh yeah we have a great great general manager here
3: i'm back
2: and everyone was like, what the fuck? Why is Vince hugging Eric Bischoff? Wait a minute, what? Huh? Huh? Wait, wait a minute. Booker T's looking in confusion like he's actually seeing a ghost. Like That just shows how well Eric Bischoff knows the business, knows wrestling in general, how much he actually cares about it, because, you know, he still dabbles here and there. I mean, after all, we saw him impact in 2010 with Hulk Hogan. We saw him dabble a little bit with um, AEW this past year with the whole debate thing like he he likes the business he likes being known and he likes actually showing like I know what the hell I'm doing so much deserved for Eric Bischoff and winner for 83 consecutive weeks oh, I love you
3: <laughs> I'm bad.
1: Yeah, uh, you you basically said it all. I mean, every one of those things is is a reason why he should be in the Hall of Fame. And, and just I'll just you know cement the fact that when you can beat WWE at their game and win the ratings for eighty three weeks in a row, you did something right, regardless of how you did it. You that's incredible to say you 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 top WWE at any point basically because they are a juggernaut. So. Uh, yeah well deserved
0: kane is being inducted he was let know by the undertaker i mean one of one of the other greater greatest gimmicks of all time next to the undertaker kane and how well he played it was excellent always in shape as a big guy i mean like the dude is huge and he stayed in shape and he could work right much deserved two-time world champion i believe and he could talk too. when given the chance he did everything with daniel bryan obviously maybe one of the smartest people in professional wrestling history. Uh, he's now currently a mayor and and doing some good things for his community. So Kane, just maybe one of the most underrated wrestlers
1: of all time. Kind of, I would say, right? I mean, the fact that he's only been, you know, a two-time world champion, you know, one-time WWF and one-time world heavyweight, basically. And I think he won the, technically he won the ECW title too, but I'm not counting that as far as world champions. So, you know. He hasn't held necessarily a lot of titles, but the fact that he is consistently that at the top of his game is, is crazy. And the fact that he's been around for, God, I don't even know how many decades that he was wrestling and was always a relevant character. And the same kind of with The Undertaker. The fact that, you can, that you're a character that you can still continue to do for that long and not necessarily change your persona too much is amazing to do in this business. So, hats off to him for everything he's done. He was always amazing to watch wrestle. Like you said, a, a big guy who could move, and you know, especially at that time, it was kind of a rare thing to have and to see. And all the shit he did with the Undertaker as the Brothers of Destruction, the you know Team Hell No that he did, and just everything with Paul Bear, uh, just you know amazing to watch his career develop. And we got to see the entire career, which was pretty awesome. So it's uh, definitely, definitely well-deserved to see Kane in the hall of fame.
2: Yeah. With, without a doubt, like you said, actually keeping that the Kane character for since 1997 and not really changing too much and being in fantastic shape. I mean, here and there, you might see him get a little bigger or something like that, but He could still manhandle the big show. It doesn't matter if he has like a little bit of a center after a few years or whatnot. It doesn't matter. If you can manhandle the big show when he's at his worst, you're still a super-powered person in the ring. And then, as you also said, he's also athletic. He's not afraid to go to the top rope. He's done drop kicks and clotheslines and a bunch of other things. But, uh, yeah, not bad for someone who uh, started off his career as the Christmas creature and a dentist.
0: There you go, folks. Persistence pays off. Another big man being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Maybe not necessarily for his body of work in the WWE, but for his presence in wrestling and what he's doing for his country as far as professional wrestling goes right now. And a guy who, it's too bad he didn't get there. He was acting before he came to WWE. It's too bad we didn't see him when he was younger. Kind of like a lot of people wish they could have seen Andre the Giant when they when he was younger. But by the time Great Khali got to the WWE, he didn't really have any knees. But he did manage to win a battle royal and become the World Heavyweight Champion. He does have a few matches that are iconic. Maybe not for being great wrestling matches, but for different reasons. Uh, but... The great Kali is in, and I think he deserves it. And kudos to him for everything that he's doing over in India right now because what they have going on over there is pretty special.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, again, like you said, the first Indian-born world champion for WWE. Um, and again, he he didn't have the great body of work when he came in. Definitely wanted to see him when he was younger. So, you know, you can actually see him move and whatnot other than just kind of walk slowly and limp into the ring. But he still did what What? he had to do. And plus, we got one of the most interesting uh, matches that he created with the Punjabi prison match, which I'm saying this now personally, since I actually watched the. Uh, battleground live, the last Punjabi prison match. That is difficult to watch. <laughs> yeah, you
1: can't see what's, but, uh, what's going on in there.
2: <laughs> I know. I had to look up at the Wells Fargo Center. Like, all right, yeah. Oh, that's the that's a great colleague coming out too. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, no, it's definitely deserved. After all, he's doing everything for his country. He's he's making sure that you know everything's better. Everything's well put together. He's an icon, basically, of India at this time. So, he's no matter what you say about his body work, even if they put him as the warrior recipient, this is well deserved too.
1: Yeah, I'd say whatever, whatever way you want to put him in there for that. Especially because the the being an ambassador for for India is is amazing what he's done and everything for like said for his country. That's you know the biggest thing of all, right? I mean. Yeah, we didn't get to see too much of him in his necessarily at his probably prime shape because it's you know yeah he's he's a big dude so those knees and those legs are gonna go quick and you know unfortunately you know they had a little bit of problems there but he was still a, one of those you know amazing presences in the ring when you see him you know just his his physical nature and everything so for everything he did he did just with that and and the Punjabi prison match and the fact that everything he's done for india is is crazy and you know it's certainly not being in the hall of fame for everything he did with the kiss cam so kudos to him with everything for everything he's doing for india and yeah well deserved uh, for the great Kelly to be in the hall of fame
0: definitely deserved to be the headliner here for this class which which I think I mean you could say Kane would be the headliner here maybe Kane is going to rank higher on the one of the greatest superstars of all time but someone that if things would have gone differently for one post show evening could have possibly had a great 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 all-time run Rob Van Dam is one of those special people continues to entertain people through different companies and different platforms uh, to this day. He is indeed one of a kind. I, I, a guy that I loved, the fact that he got the kind of push he actually got in WWE, not just to win the belt, but the things he did outside of that, the matches he was given, the people that he got to go up against, and that's on top of all the accomplishments he had in ECW. So someone that really paved the way for a little bit of a newer style of wrestling, I would imagine, that you could say him and Jeff Hardy, at the time, were the two guys doing things a little bit different?
1: Yeah, very unique character and yeah, a different style of wrestling that they brought in. You know, at that time, for sure, especially with ECW. And I was, I guess, I was kind of surprised with this one just because I thought he was still wrestling with Impact and and things. So I uh, I wasn't sure that that was going to actually happen. So this is this is pretty awesome. It was kind of a surprise to me because I wasn't necessarily paying attention. So yeah i think it's just 100 percent deserved for rvd everything he's done from ecw to every other place he's been and he's done and the the his five his frog splash was just so amazing that he could you know the way you watch him do that he you know it didn't he didn't care where you were laying on the ring he would spin in the air and land it the van the van daminator the van terminator all the other shit he did he just did some cool shit, you know? And it was, like I said, it was it was different at the time. It was unique. And, you know, it, it brought attention to a different style of wrestling. And he's been doing it so great for so long. And, yeah, I think, man, you know, he could have, like I said, <laughs> he could have been even bigger in WWE had things maybe gone a little bit different, but pretty awesome that he'd, you know, remembering that ECW show when he won the title from Cena, and everything was just such a huge pop. It was such a huge moment. It was just some awesome stuff that they were doing at that time. It's
0: a fun show to go back and watch to this day. AJ, your thoughts on RBD? This is
2: a 110% deserved. A Grand Slam champion, the last European and hardcore champion. Don't worry, that's not going to be on Phenomenal Funky Facts. Some but place.
1: Erase <laughs> that, I guess.
2: <laughs> Scratch that off the board real quick. But no, this is Definitely deserved, even back in ECW where, you know, he did all the stuff that he did. You know, how many people do you know would actually say, hey, can you hold the betrayer real quick to someone's face so I can do a Van Daminator and just do a spin kick into their into the chair to crack their face in? Or as we like to know from good old Shane McMahon doing a coast to coast, yeah, the guy who originally did that, Rob Van Dam with the Van Terminator going coast to coast with the chair held right against someone's face. So. He's definitely innovative. He's definitely, I mean, he's, he's a hardcore icon, of course, obviously, but definitely deserving of being a Hall of Famer. Into, uh, and for anyone who's actually happy and teared up for this, uh, I'm going to use what Paul Heyman said for the 2005 no—uh—uh, one-night stand. I'm not crying. I was just backstage with Rob Van Dam and Sabu.
0: And there you have it, folks, your 2021 WWE Hall of Fame inductees. Hope you enjoy it. That's going to be Tuesday right there on the WWE, well, on Peacock. It's going to be on Peacock, the WWE section on Peacock, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, NXT, TakeOver, Stand, and Deliver. It's that time. It's time to get funky. It's time to get fresh. It's time to get a
2: I swear, I want this to become a video podcast. So anytime that Tony does the intro for this, as he knocks over his microphone, that everyone no, just sees Tony. That Tony just sees, like everyone just sees Tony take out his earpods and just go, "Hold on, I gotta grab a beer because this is trivia time."
1: Cheers. <laughs>
2: you know how Miller Lite has Miller Time. Well, Tony has Trivia Time. <laughs> Yes, that's right. We got another good old fashioned, phenomenal, funky facts. We have a lot of. I'm going to get a lot of points this time because it's Mania. It's going to be a little special. I'm going to be a little generous here. So there's going to be three questions, but of course we got sub questions, some bonus questions to them. And one of them, you can actually get six points for one of the questions.
0: Six points?
2: yeah oh shit
0: feeling on nice all
1: six i plan on getting i think zero. i know what
0: question i think i, I think i, I could write down the answer to that question right now can i get 18 points if i answer it correctly without you even answering the question asking the question nope damn it all right <laughs> go ahead
2: all right so with that being said uh, since Tony wanted to jump the gun and try to ask, ask a question, uh, DP, door number one, door number two, or door number three?
1: It's already starting with what? the total
0: BS. Door number.
1: I always like a good deuce, so door number two.
2: Door number two. All right, let's see if people know this. There's a bonus question to it afterward. Oh boy. Bonus. What, what was the name Jim heard wanted Ric Flair to go by? Back in 1990, 1991, more around there. Before, like, right before he left for the WWF. Oh, boy. What was the name he wanted him to go by? To which Ric Flair decided to do some double middle fingers and say,
0: no, we're not doing that. Shit. Ah. I hope I didn't cross off the right answer to write down the wrong one.
1: All right, let's see. I'm not getting it, so
2: I don't know that. See them answers. Dan says Chester. (laughs) I'm not saying the next
0: one. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Okay,
2: okay, Tony. Which one do do you want? The one on the left or the one on the right? That's total BS. The one on the left uh, or the one on the right.
0: All my answer, my final answer will be Spartacus.
2: All right, Tony gets the point.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> Jim Hurd wanted Ric Flair to cut his hair real short, wanted him to put a diamond stud earring in his ear, and be called Spartacus. Uh, nice. Literally, after everyone knows him as the fucking Nature Boy and woos at him whenever he, they see him.
1: It's time for a change.
2: No. <laughs> so the uh, bonus question to this, which is probably something that a lot of people have heard over the years, what was one? What was the most infamous possible name for Stone Cold Steve Austin? It's kind of weird that they wanted to name him this when he went into WWF. They went with the Ringmaster, and then they he became Stone Cold, because. Man, that name is very close to something that has to do with the cold.
1: Are we just naming it, or are we writing
2: it down? You can write it down, and as soon as you're both ready, we we don't need the I, Jeopardy music.
0: There's yeah. a couple of them. I know that they, they all. I know what they all had to do with. But I don't think DP has a clue. No, oh, I remember some of them, and I can't. I remember the
1: list, and I can't picture. I can picture the list, but I can't picture any of the ones. One of them was like freeze something or whatever, but I. I got nothing, so
2: oh, let's 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 see if anyway, Mr. Mr. Free. free is from Tony. Dan, you got, got anything? No,
1: nope, no, I got nothing. Uh
2: his most infamous name that he almost went by was Fang McFrosty.
3: Damn, yeah, that was McFrosty. what it was Frosty. Yeah. Damn it. There you go.
1: It was something All cold. Right. That's All funny I right. nice
0: said <laughs> I'll take door number three, Blink Blink Fartingale.
2: <laughs> well this one's gonna be the big one. I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to ask the question, and then the next one's going to be name as many as you can. How many Grand Slam champions are there in TNA history?
0: TNA's Grand
2: Slams? TNA's Grand Slam. So, what's their
0: Grand Slam consist of? of? The X Division title, the tank title of the world? World X
2: Division. No, World X Division. The Legends Television Global whatever the fuck in grand this is a f- and the tag question. team. All
0: right, okay. Uh, how many? How We're many there
2: a... are? And then the the bonus question is gonna be name the, that amount. Yeah. Oh.
0: name that amount. Should I be doing both of those things right now?
2: If you wanna do both of them, go for it. I uh, don't have time to, to write them all down. I was just about to say, let's double up on the music. <laughs> uh, shit. See, some of the answers for the grand slam, some of them are gimmies. Oh, is that so right? Some of them are like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs>
2: Dan, deep in thought here, trying to remember who the fuck was even in TNA.
1: Right? ah, <laughs> oh, terrible.
2: Tony, writing all these down, like, pretty sure. Could be right. is still total BS.
0: Alright, alright, I gave it my best effort. Alright, alright, everyone got
2: answers? Alright, let's see. Let's see the numbers. Tony oh. says four. Dan says six.
1: I well, only got four written down, though. <laughs>
2: But he's only got four of the answers. Because I couldn't
1: right think anybody there. else, but I think there's more. So the so.
2: answer is actually five. <laughs> Damn it.
1: <laughs> so we're both in the middle there. So
0: mm-hmm. neither, neither of us get the point there. Nope. Neither
2: of you get the point, but I'm going to give more PC of the points to more, Tony
1: Because he's got Jeff Jarrett.
2: Jeff Jarrett, was no, Jeff Jarrett never held the X Division. Ah. It was five. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe... Abyss, Damn it. yeah,
0: Abyss got me the point, baby.
2: Eric Young and Austin Aries.
0: E Y. Eric Young, yeah. I
1: didn't Damn. think Abyss held the X Division right. title, that's why I didn't write him down. I should have just wrote him anyway.
0: So three to one, Tony, right Ugh. now. One question left.
2: Ugh. Well, no, Dan had two of them on there, so Ugh. it's like three to two. So uh, four to two, actually. Four, yeah, three, yeah. yeah four, four to two. <laughs> So, Tunney does win this one, and uh, the question, it's kind of a... It's a head-scratcher a little bit, but it was meant that way. Uh, Here we go. Who was the first wrestler to win both the WCW and WWE championships? Who was the first wrestler to win? Not at the same time, who was the first one to win the WWF and the WCW championship.
3: Hmm.
2: That's a tough one. Yeah. Let's let's see if they got it right. This is supposed to be a head.
1: Come on, PC. Yes, yes,
2: yes Tony. Do it. He's going to second guess
3: himself <laughs> here. Well, Dan
2: says Flair. Tony says Flair. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Nitcha Boy, Ric Flair.
3: I almost <laughs> put Sid <some> vicious
0: down. <laughs> the, the,
2: the softball almost overtook you. Uh,
0: Almost, baby. Almost, baby. But <laughs> that's another victory. Baby!
3: Oh, yeah. Feeling good today. And dice right ice cream alert 654 okay on nothing brown richmond 96 double 96 double check oh what a flare what a flare god uh, japan 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 tick check, check flood left omaha 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 oh hey.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to play King Booker ourselves and call in Colin, Omaha on one wrestling happening from the past week. I'm gonna kick it off this week. While I don't necessarily mind the new look of the new brand new IWGP Heavyweight Championship title belt, I know a lot of people are comparing it to the Divas title. Maybe I would have won with a different shape, but personally, I wouldn't have changed the belt at all. I would have just retired the Intercontinental title. And I would have kept that belt. It was one of the more iconic belts, uh, along with the the winged eagle and and big gold. And then NWA's belt, the 10 pounds gold. Those were probably the four iconic belts in my mind. Now, they've moved on, and that's okay. But that's the Omaha that I have for this week. AJ, what do you got?
2: Well, I'm going to go with something that we don't really talk about that often. That's good old AEW and all of their stables. I get you don't want people being left out, and you want to show everyone off. But we just got a new stable led by QT Marshall because you know Cody Rhodes decided to adopt too many people into his family. So now we have the Rhodes the, the, the Rhodes family. We got QT Marshall's new stable. We have the. the Inner circle still. We still got uh, Dark Order, Death Triangle. Now we got the Good Brothers coming in with Kenny Omega, and we got it, it's enough with the stables. Enough. I get you want to have everyone involved, but this is too many cooks, and I'm not talking about our good buddy Steve Cook. <laughs> so that's my thing, and and I'm just gonna say this because I can fuck MJF. Dan, how about you? <laughs> All what's right. your what's your Omaha?
1: Well, we're well. Speaking of stables, there's one stable that they appear to be breaking up, and that's the Hurt business. And you know, um, I guess that maybe I should wait, and then maybe the jury's still out because the WrestleMania match, the you know Benjamin and and God, for God's sakes,
0: Cedric Alexander. Alexander,
1: I'm having problems with names today. Are uh, banned from ringside. And maybe that means like, oh, the Hurt Business is banned from ringside, and maybe they'll try and play that off as some kind of thing because they're no longer in the Hurt Business and they'll bring them back together after WrestleMania. But, I, you know, I like stables. Yeah, maybe AEW's got too many, but I thought they were clicking with the Hurt Business. I thought things were going really well. They had, you know, that group together was, was a lot of fun, and they could have done even more, I think, with it now that Lashley's champion. So I... Don't think they should have broken him up so soon. I think they could have they could have gotten more mileage out of this, uh, especially with Lashley as champion, um, when he gets to a point where he wants to he needs to help to hold on to the title. They could have kept him around, but we'll see where it goes, I guess. But I would have kept them together for sure um, as as a stable because I think they were doing some really good stuff.
0: We don't necessarily have the time to get into this, unfortunately, but there is breaking news. After night two of WrestleMania on Peacock, Stone Cold Steve Austin will be having Chris Jericho on the Broken Skull Sessions. Wow. The quote reads, Steve Austin saying, I texted Vince and said we had this badass idea about Jericho coming on the show. Vince goes, it's cool. Go ahead. We will Definitely cover that on next week's edition of the DWI podcast. Gentlemen, AJ, let everybody know. Obviously, they're going to find you all over the Chairshot.com this next week.
2: Yeah, you're going to f- see the name AJ or, or Adam, whatever I actually feel like typing on for all the reviews for Stand and Deliver Night One, Night Two, WrestleMania Night One, Night Two. And uh, you might see me doing other stuff along the way for reviews and whatnot. Who knows go find out on the chairshot.com you can find me also on the twitters at phenomenalajb, ajb ajb in all caps you can find this lovely podcast also on the chairshot.com along with me being on pod is war with pc tunny chris platt and ray cash for this week's edition god you need to listen to that that was a great rant by our very own christopher platt so that's all i got so far uh DP, where can they find you all across the interweb?
1: Is that all? If they're not following you, they're not following Chairshot.com, because you are everywhere, sir. And that is awesome. And that is phenomenal. You can find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me, DPP. And follow A Winner Is You, which is our video game podcast that I host, all over Twitter and Facebook at A Winner Is You, the letter U. A Winner Is You, where we always use
0: our head and we never forget that the cake is a lie, PC. Yeah, find uh, listen to Winner is You tonight, and then bonus edition a little bit of Winner is You uh, Takeover taking over Cheershot Radio tomorrow morning or, or this morning. Last night.
3: Saturday all morning. Out there. Saturday morning. I
0: don't know morning. what day it is. Yes. Uh, Saturday morning. See, we're recording it. DPP right. anyway, and, Adam, and Adam are, t- are, playing, are, t- are talking smack. You can smack. find me at <laughs> PC Tunny. You can find me randomly disciplining and yelling at everybody at thechairshot.com. Thank you for everybody listening to Chair Shot Radio. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Chair Shot Radio Network. We're trying to give you guys daily, weekly content that you can enjoy, sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. As for this show, DWI podcast number 268, for the scientist, the architect, that's the same person, for the phenomenal one, he's funky, and for myself, PC Tunny, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D W <sighs> Man, there's a lot of shit to watch next week. I mean, Hall of Fame, both takeovers, both manias, Raw, SmackDown, it's like what? $25? Twenty-five hours?